Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, people? Welcome to the third episode of the No Bullshit Guide to Life with me, your host, Bangs in a Bun. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you had a wonderful week. Just a quick heads up before I dive into what I'm talking about this week. I am recording from home and my dog Stringer Bell is present. So just in case you hear any snoring or general tomfoolery or any barking, that's just Stringer Bell adding his two cents worth in. I just wanted to give a bit of a heads up in case you heard any weird noises. Right, so let's get into it. This week I want to talk about success and how to be successful because I think it's quite an interesting topic. I think it's something that a lot of us are struggling with, how to be successful and how to figure out what that even means to to each of us. Uh, There seems to be, I think generally in society, success looks to be one thing. It's, uh, you know, a good job, a lot of money and a lot of material goods, essentially, is what it comes down to. I think um, one thing that is really important is defining success on your own terms and this is something that I know that uh, well me at least and uh, many conversations that I have with my friends my peers uh, young people who I mentor um, and you know business owners and beyond everybody kind of struggles with this same issue which is defining success and what it means to you and I think it's a pretty interesting subject matter so I wanted to delve into it today hopefully you're going to deep dive into this with me join me why don't you I wanted to kick it off by talking about two documentaries I watched at the end of last year I am a big fan of documentaries love them can't get enough of them I'm particularly a fan of sports documentaries um, because I find that a lot of the time it is it does kind of talk about Most of them talk about success, and I think um, when we're talking about athletes in particular, uh, success for them has to be done within a finite amount of time, which I think is really interesting, because for most of us, especially when you're creative, that success really, I mean, I'm I'm sure all of us would like it to come sooner in most cases than it does, but I think it, it can come at any point. But for athletes especially, there's a finite amount of time in which it can happen purely because their body is only going to perform in a certain way, but for so long. So there's a bit of an expiration date on that. And I watched two documentaries recently. Um, Both of them are basketball documentaries. So I, I guess I'm a fan of basketball. Uh, You know, I don't know a, a great deal about it. I can't really wax lyrical about any of the particular teams or players. I don't really keep up with it on that kind of level, but I have an, enough of an interest in it. If it's on, I'll watch it, uh, and I know who a few of the players are. And uh, I, I just I find it quite an interesting game. So the first documentary that I watched is called Lenny Cook. So both of these documentaries, by the way, I really, really recommend that you watch them because they are really good. Uh, The first one was Lenny Cook. So Lenny Cook was the highest ranked high school basketball player in the United States 
in the early 2000s. He was playing against LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony and players of that ilk. And, and he was better than them at that particular time. And there was so much hype around this kid. He was really hotly tipped to be a first-round draft pick for the NBA, straight out of high school. This was when that was a possibility. Uh, fans of basketball can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure if I'm getting this right. But uh, there was a, a point there uh, where players could be drafted straight from high school. I think they've since done away with that rule, possibly as a result of what happened with Lenny Cook. But... Um, at one point in time, players could be drafted straight from high school. And I think that's actually what happened to LeBron James. I think he was about 18 when he went into the league. Uh, now they do have to attend college because education is important. And then they get drafted from there. But he, so this is this 17, 18-year-old kid, Lenny Cook, who is phenomenally gifted in the sport of basketball. And there's a lot of hype around him. He's hotly tipped to get drafted. And I don't want to give away uh, exactly what happens in the documentary because I do want you to watch it and enjoy it and, um, yeah, take this recommendation on board. But uh, in a nutshell, for whatever reason, he was not drafted. And it cuts to, you know, Lenny Cook in the present day, uh, and he's, I guess, around my age now. And what's really interesting is that his life has never really gotten past that particular moment where he was not drafted so could have gone one of either ways right you know he's either going to get drafted and if he's not going to get drafted then I would guess he would do any number of things within basketball turns out he didn't and he just has not managed to get past that point and and it's really quite sad to be honest you watch it and you just you really feel for this guy because with so much expectation put on such young shoulders at the time, all of this hype around, you know, he, we have to remember he was 18 at the time that this was happening, 17, 18 years old. And then when that all falls through, when the general idea has been NBA or bust, what you're left with is this 18-year-old kid who essentially doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You know, nobody's guiding him in life after that. Nobody's telling him that, you know, the myriad of options that are available to him after that. He just pinned all his hopes on this one thing and then didn't really know what to do when that thing didn't come to fruition. And um, it really does make for fascinating watching. So if you get an opportunity, watch that Lenny Cook documentary. The second documentary I watched is one called Linsanity. So if you are anywhere near the game of basketball, if you're a fan or not, you have probably heard the name Jeremy Lin. I think it was in the summer of 2012 that Jeremy Lin had this absolutely incredible run of games playing for the New York Knicks. It was really highly publicized at the time. I know all of my friends in the States, my Facebook feed at that time was just Jeremy Lin dominated. Like, you couldn't escape it. It was... He was just having just an incredible run of games. He, it was like he was superhuman. It was crazy. And he seemed to kind of come out of nowhere. This guy was just on fire. He was scoring a crazy amount of points, just performing incredible moves. And the hype around the city, he kind of saved the team at that time. They'd been having a really bad run. All of a sudden, this guy comes out of nowhere and sets the team on fire. And what was really interesting about this documentary is what led up to that moment was an almost unbelievable amount of rejection. Like, seriously. 
Um, he had been picked up and dropped by a number of teams. And you've got to remember, this is the NBA. So these teams are all over the country. This kid is being batted back and forth like a ping pong ball all over the nation, like literally having to pick up his whole life and relocate several times. And what's important to note here is that this is rejection on a very national and very public stage, okay? This isn't stuff that's going on behind closed doors. This is there for everybody to see, that you're being picked up and dropped and looked over and teams aren't playing you. And all of this is happening in a very public way. And eventually, he gets picked up by the New York Knicks. And I think... But for another player being injured on this particular day when he was brought in to, to play, he wouldn't have actually even gotten game time. And it just so happened that somebody else got injured and he ended up coming on and just crushing it. But it was a series of events that, lay, that led up to that that got him to that moment that basically involved an insane amount of rejection. I like to consider myself a pretty determined and motivated individual. But I was watching this documentary, and after a certain point, I was like, oh, fuck that noise. No, I would have given up at that point. But something in this guy just kept him going. And he just kept kept doing it, kept at it, and eventually got his break. And Lynn Sanity happened, and the entire city went crazy, the city of New York, but past that, you know, basketball in general, I think everybody had to up their game off the back of that. Um, what was really interesting to me, uh, the difference between the two documentaries, is in the case of Lenny Cook, he got that rejection and he let it crush him. He didn't know how to move on past that point and use that and turn it into something. And then you look at Jeremy Lin, who was rejected numerous times very publicly and it was fuel for him. He just used it. Every time he got turned down, it was fuel. He used it to get better, to uh, sharpen his craft, get better at what he does, and move forward and make it into a success. And I find that, you know, is a really good metaphor for life, really, because those are the two camps that we fall into. You're either, when you miss out on an opportunity that could potentially bring you success, you are one of two people, are you not? You are either the person who is going to let it crush you, or you're the person who's going to let it fuel you and give you that fire in the belly to push you forward. And I find it really interesting what makes us tick as people to make us into either one of those people. Like, is that a genetic thing? Is that something that can be learned? Like, I just find it really interesting. So... Not that I'm a, an expert in success by any means, okay? Because we're all on our own paths here and trying to figure it out for ourselves. Am I successful in what I want to do? No. In terms of my what my particular brand of success looks like to me on my path, I'm not there yet. But I'm taking baby steps towards it every day and I celebrate small victories along the way as well, which I'll get to in a second. But... When I'm thinking about success and, and as I've been trying to, you know, jot down some ideas for, for this particular podcast and talking to different people, there's been a, a number of ideas and notions that have come up that I think um, I wanted to share with you guys because I think it really helps to kind of clarify uh, a way to think about success and think about how you can um, essentially kind of streamline the way that you think about it and the way that you put it into your life. So 
the first thing that I wanted to mention was being fluid. Okay, so if we look at Lenny Cook, the example of Lenny Cook in that documentary, he was that's an idea of, of somebody not being fluid in their notion of success. So if your whole thing is NBA or bust, then you've got a problem. So if you you know if you have one idea of success and you either achieve that or it's not worth it, I would say reevaluate your whole thing that you've got going on. It's just not going to work out for you. You've got to be fluid because life is going to throw up any number of roadblocks along the way. Yeah, it's safe to say that. You can write out a five-year plan if you want to, but you can't predict what's going to happen in that time. Any number of things could happen. Things are going to get thrown up in your way or perhaps you just lose passion for it. Perhaps whatever it is that is in your mind right now that you think is going to ultimately lead to your success, maybe you just lose passion for it. Maybe you decide one day, I don't want to do this anymore. These are all possibilities. You've got to be fluid. Or maybe it's just, you know, for whatever reason, that suddenly becomes not an option anymore. So you've got to be fluid. You've got to roll with the punches. And you know, if a big change happens, like, for example, you are not drafted into the NBA, it might be worth having a backup plan might be worth being a bit fluid in your ideas. That's my first point. Second point, figure out your recipe, okay, of what works for you to get you to where you need to be. So, for example, for me, my recipe that contributes to my daily success is I get up at 5.30, I do some form of exercise, I spend some time with my dog, I always eat a good breakfast, and I sit down and write and get on with my day. Those... That particular ritual, for me, is a recipe for success that really works for me, along with having cheerleaders who are friends, peers, colleagues, whoever, who are on your side, who are in your corner, who will tell you that your shit stinks and when you have a bad idea, but who are in your corner and willing for you to succeed and want to be on that bus with you, right? That's important. For me, also having a good mentor who can guide me in the right direction, who I can bounce ideas off, and again, who's going to tell me when something isn't working and when something is working, that's a big part of it for me. Having you know, good friends, strong family, all of that is part of my recipe. Living in London is part of my recipe. Figure out what the recipe is for you. So if you know that staying up late at night or living in a certain area or hanging out with certain people or being a substance abuser, whatever the case may be, if you know those things are working against you in life, take them out of your daily routine. It's not happening. That's, you can't make that part of your recipe. Sometimes you've got to be ruthless to get to where you need to go. So sometimes you're going to have to cut out certain things from your life. That's just the way it goes. Figure out your recipe and run with it. Cook it up. Point number three, not everybody can be front and center. If your dream is to be a singer, that's awesome. But not everybody can be Beyonce. But do you know what we do need? More songwriters, okay? Maybe that's your role. Maybe actually you're a really fantastic songwriter, but, you're not, but performing is not your strong point. And that's okay. Not everybody has to be front and center. Going back to documentaries, a good documentary to watch about this is one called Supermensch, The Legend of Shep Gordon. Uh, watch that and it gives you a good idea about background players. So Shep Gordon is a pretty legendary manager in the entertainment field. He managed um, Alice Cooper and a bunch of other people and just generally seems like an all-around good dude. 
But he started off in a band, and when he realised that that wasn't really going anywhere, he figured out, actually, I'm pretty good at managing people. And then he kicked some serious managerial ass, basically, and has done some pretty incredible things with his life. But unless you're going to be honest with yourself about where your strengths lie, that's never going to happen for you. But understand that not everybody can be front and centre. Play your position. Be honest with yourself about it. Play your position and play it the very best way that you can. Simples. Number four, stay motivated. So if whatever your idea of success is, if that idea, that notion does not keep you motivated and inspired and wanting to push forwards, onwards and upwards every single day, it might be the wrong thing for you. Maybe that isn't actually what success is going to be for you. Absolutely, you're going to have days where it drives you nuts. Absolutely, you're going to have days where you want to punch someone in the throat because they're not helping you. They're not contributing towards what you want to contribute towards. Whatever the case may be, there's going to be moments when it's going to dwindle. But if that motivation isn't there for you on a daily basis, reevaluate, my friends. You've got to reevaluate. And that's okay to do. Okay? Not only is it okay to do, it's essential to do that. As I said in the beginning, be fluid. Okay? So if the motivation isn't constantly there, Maybe it, whatever you're deeming as success, maybe that's not actually what you want, need, or desire to do. And that's okay. Figure it out. Number five, don't get bogged down by the bigger picture. I think this is what a lot of my conversations with my friends and peers have been about recently is that, you know, we all have this idea of, you know, the big success bubble off in the future of what our ideal lives will look like. And again, back to the Lenny Cook example of NBA or bust, I think a lot of us are getting caught up in that, where it's either this big notion of success or nothing, as, the, as if every little baby step towards that doesn't count, which is bollocks. So I think what's really important is to celebrate all those little successes that happen along the way. They are all equally as important. They're all equally as valid. They all help you to get where you're going. So don't forget to stop and smell the roses every now and then. Stop beating yourself up that you haven't made it to point Z straight away because the rest of the letters of the alphabet all count, you know? So don't always get bogged down by the bigger picture and think that that is the be-all and end-all and all that matters. There are many, many lessons to be learned along the way and many successes to celebrate. And finally, the final and I think most important point in all of this is, and please say it with me, do not let others define what success should be for you. Let's say it again, people. Do not let others define what success should be for you. That is down to you and you only. Only you can decide that. If your mother was a lawyer, that's great for her. If she's trying to force you to be a lawyer and it's not what you want, later, bruv. That's not what you need to be doing, okay? Figure out what success means for you. Define it on your own terms. And it doesn't have to be the biggest, the best, the brightest, whatever. All of the little baby steps count, like I said. But the main thing is for you to define it in your own way that helps you stay true and real and honest with yourself, that gives you a sense of purpose, that keeps you motivated and inspired every day. Whatever the case may be, define that success for you in your own terms, in your own way. Boom. Get it? Got it? Good. Awesome. 
Right, peeps, that's all I've got to say on the subject of success. I could wax lyrical about it for even longer, but I feel as though I've waffled long enough. Um, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the feedback on the last two as well, the last two episodes. I would love to hear what you have to say about this one. So please do keep up with me online on my website, bangsinabun.com. You can also catch me on Twitter and Instagram at bangsinabun. You can now get this podcast on iTunes. Hurrah! So go on iTunes and search The No BS Guide to Life. And please subscribe and listen and share and tell your friends, neighbours and colleagues. And um, I would really love to get more of a following, get more input from you guys. You can also listen to this on Acast, on the Acast app. So go to iTunes and download that, A-C-A-S-T app. You can download it search for my podcast, and again, subscribe and share and all of that good stuff. If you're going to tweet me, I would love you to get involved in the conversation and talk about success with me this week. Please tweet me and use the hashtag NoBSPodcast, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about success, how you define it, how it's working out for you, and, and ways in which you think we can think about it on a big scale. I love all of that. So keep in touch. That's it for this week, and I can't wait to chat to you guys again next week. Thank you guys. Over and out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.